Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sergeant Mark Fuzzetti, who's been waiting patiently. Hey, Mark, I just wanted to give that these developing stories as a backdrop to some of what we need to talk about today. Hey, who could imagine we needed a, a wall, right? <laughs> I, I'll tell you what. When I saw that, and my I was last night, and I was cleaning up in the kitchen, and I turned to my husband Larry, and I said, "Is this one of those? Is this one of those sarcasm sites that you know?" Because I, I could, I seriously, I, I, you know, I shouldn't be shocked anymore, but I think a lot of people were surprised at this complete reversal, and I have to wonder if. If it has gotten to the point where, first of all, in the polls, you know, you have more and more people, especially in cities like ours, but especially New York City, who are disgusted with what's happening. And then on top of it, the, the case of this little girl being gang raped, it's sick. I, you know, now you got Adams, the New York mayor, and he's now on a tour to say, don't come here. It's, um, can you talk to me about what's happening in Philadelphia with regard, because we we rarely see in the media people acknowledging the gangs, the cartels, the illegal activity that is spurred by the drug activity, the Kensington situation, and the connection between the crime surge we've seen and the connection to an open border. Yeah, so it's no secret that one of the we have two major problems in this city: the crime, as we all see. Uh, and the, the the fentanyl, the the trek, the heroin down in Kensington. I mean, there's two live YouTube channels that you can sit here at your home and watch Kensington Avenue and yeah. the horror that we all see down there. And where's it all coming from? It's all coming from down south. There isn't people here making it. It's not coming in through the Philadelphia ports. It's all coming in through the south. Uh, and this, this isn't a secret. This has been known for years. Uh, the problem is that we all, and we all could see it, is Trump had the right idea of building a wall, securing the southern border, making it safer for everybody, and allowing those who have legitimate, you know, um, desires to come to this country to do good, come in the right way. The problem is the Biden and everybody knew Trump was right, and if we agree with Trump, and do exactly what he wanted, then everybody's you know, like, oh, wait, so Trump was right. Yeah. And now people are going to get to see it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was looking up the numbers, and they really are staggering, especially for those so-called gotaways, even the latest um, Customs and Border Protections Office and the FBI's terror watch list hitting a new record we're hearing uh, with 151 arrests, and that's fiscal year 2023. And you compare that going back and and looking back throughout the years, uh, fiscal year 2022, there were, what, uh, 98, which is also concerned, concerning, and only 15 in fiscal year 2021. And that's the real concern, because these are not, you know, the fact that terrorists now are coming in droves, 
according to these numbers, that that's pretty. I mean, one is scary, but 151, and those are the ones they caught. That's concerning. Yeah, and that's so. You figure from from a, a friend of mine that works down there. He he always told me the rule of thumb is for every one caught of any situation, count at least five to ten not being caught. Oh my god! So. And it's great they're catching some of them, but what about the ones they're not? You know, yeah, they're not catching everybody, as we all see and know. One, they're not catching everybody, and two, you know, they're allowing so many what you would call what um, well-abled young men, single men coming into this country. Every video I see, it's. 20, 30, 50, 100 young men. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what, are, what are you doing coming here? Yeah, they and keep, that, it, That's what just, it, it scares me. It doesn't scare me of a young mom with a child. Right. Like, okay, she needs help, whatever. But, you know, teenagers, young 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds, like, what do you do? you're not coming here for a better life. You're coming here to take advantage of what, you know, Biden's allowing to go on in this country right now. Yeah, it's so true. Um, what it, your reaction to DA Larry Krasner? Just, I just wanted to get your reaction to his statement that we have to look at the looters in Philadelphia, the accused looters, seventy-two and counting arrests, and we have to look at their young age, eighteen to twenty-five, and um, and that the fact that if they have no priors, you know, the last week with Larry Krasner, when, when I sit back and think, oh, this guy just can't do any worse, he, he just surprises me and everybody else. What he's telling everybody is just be prepared that he's not locking any of these people up. Nobody's going to jail for this. That's what he's warning everybody when he says this. Okay? Mm-hmm. He comes into office talking about reforming the system, Equal justice by the book. Well, he's right now telling you he's not going to give equal justice out. And he showed yesterday. Now, this may not be a popular statement I'm about to give, but to give, to ask for $2.5 million bail on that creep that jumped on that woman's car with her kids in there, it's outrageous. That's now, now what you're doing is you're emotionally going after, you're showing your emotions like you did with Mark, with Officer Mark Dial. Yeah. You're not going by facts. You're not going by the letter of the law. You're going by emotion. Should that guy be in jail? Yes. Should he have a high bail? Probably 250500 max. To have a $250 million or $2.5 million bail for that is absurd. Just like he's going to allow all these. He lets so many of the um, riders out without bail, which was also absurd. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, he, he does all this emotional. At least um, he's consistent. You know, he, well, <laughs> he, well, here's the thing. Well, now just so everybody knows the trick with the, the um, idiot yesterday, he puts it in a 250 or $2.5 million bail. What happens is it will now go, they'll re, they'll do what's called a, um, a bail reduction hearing which he will get, it'll get approved, um, because I know there's certain laws about giving anybody a bail over $1 million. Yeah. 
Now what will happen is it will get dropped back down, and then Larry Crowder can sit back and say, hey, I asked for $2.5 million, and the judge is the one that dropped it down. And he could throw the blame back on the judge like he did in Officer Dial's case. Yes. And we can all say, oh, the judge is the problem. When the reality of it is, this never should have been that high of a bail because that's what's going to happen. It's just a game Larry does yeah. to get all the you know, negative press off of him and put it into somebody else's court yes. because he knows the judges cannot respond to any questions from the media or anybody. They're not allowed. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, that's the sad part. It's a, it's a whole, it's a game. It, it's exactly. all this game being played in the media and not, and by the way, I don't want anybody made an example of, I just want each person to face the law equally. And, and exactly. you know, we, we talk about all the different, you know, layers of justice for different individuals. I don't, you know, I want everybody to have the same even playing field, face the law, face justice, it, you know, just the facts, ma'am, like the old Joel Fry, Joe Friday line, right? Just the facts. But I wanted to ask you your reaction if you, because I know Philly Bomb Squad was called into this and I don't see a lot of updates on it, Mark, that we had these explosions, huge explosions in Bucks County. And then they arrested, so the neighbors were all calling and were disturbed about this. They pull over a vehicle. The vehicle with the one guy, they say, had all kinds of explosives in the back. I don't know where they think he was heading. They've identified these two suspects and released their their, uh, mug shots. 40-year-old Vadim Pokosov, and this is Warminster, Bucks County, but Philadelphia Police Bomb Squad and Philadelphia authorities, and I think federal authorities are now involved. So they're 47-year-old Vladimir Mosodnotov and Vadim Pokusev. I hope I'm not mispronouncing their names, 40 and 47 years old. And the charges include weapons of mass destruction, possession of explosive or incendiary materials, causing or risking a catastrophe. And so I'm just wondering, and I know I'm, uh, you, you had, I, we, we never talk about what we're going to talk about beforehand, but I had seen this this morning, and I wonder if you have any kind of update or insight. Yeah, the weapons of mass destruction is a crazy one when you hear it in court. I've heard it a few times before, and it's like, wait, what? Because what do we all think? Weapons of mass destruction, Iraq. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it, it's a and strange it, one. Uh, you think terror? I mean, know. we just came off a story, and I'm not, so I'm not connecting the two in any way, but we just heard a story. Uh, just this morning, updating us on the fact that you have an unprecedented amount of, according to the FBI, uh, terrorists coming into the country illegally to do bad things. And so it does, I think we're all a little paranoid after all of these reports. And then that came out, and I thought, well, this is weird. And I hope that, you know, these guys were, I don't know, got two 40-year-old middle-aged men, like, playing around with major explosives. I, I don't know. It, it's just yeah. concerning, and there's certainly more to the story. Yeah, and I uh, spoke to someone, uh, and they had told me from their initial reports they had heard that these people were on either on the FBI watch list or were interviewed by the FBI, had some contact uh, with the FBI, FBI of some kind, but that's all they knew. They couldn't give me any more details. Um but they also said they didn't think there was any, any you know, um, worry for the public that 
it sounded like, according to my contact, they were just out there acting like kids at 40 years old with serious, you know, with, you know, with serious weapons, just mm. being idiots. But again, that was early. Like you said, it hasn't been talked about a lot at all. Yeah, It's weird. Uh, so it could be one of those things. And I tell people this when there's a crime and it's a little strange and then all of a sudden you just don't hear nothing about it. You can bet the house. Yes. The feds are involved and that's mm-hmm. why that's they don't I, like to spill yeah. <laughs> any details. Yeah. I I'm with you. I've that's I've, so, so far. I've just gotten that the feds are involved in some way, but, and I appreciate you, you know, just, ta- just talking about it and just giving an insight to it. Did they avert something that was a greater issue? We don't know that. We know that they're holding right. them. Uh, that bail there in, in Bucks County, it's, it's significant. And that's another sign that we can look to that they're saying it's a, a million dollar cash bail. And they're, they're in Bucks County prison right now. So we'll, you know, we'll continue. This was, um, and I know that the explosives detection, the canine Jolie had, they brought him in for an explosive sweep. A lot of the neighbors were, they did find uh, a detonation location. So they found the detonators and so on. So that's concerning. Uh, but I know that for the neighbors, when they saw all those officers out there in the canines and they felt reassured that as far as the neighborhood, it's right there by the Valley Square Shopping Center. Um, but I know that neighbors, to your point, doing the right thing, if you see something, say something. And I think that word, especially in these times, for all of us to be more diligent and more aware, I think that's an important piece as well, Mark. And don't be afraid to say a lot of people are will not say something because they're a fear of offending. Mm-hmm. You know, if you see something that doesn't look right, just say it. No, one, no one's going to care. No one's going to say, oh, Susie called about um, person X. But nothing was wrong with Person X. So let's, you know, right. tell the world about Susie for calling. No one's going to care. You see something that doesn't seem right, call. If, you know, let the experts come out. And they'll come out and figure it out, or they'll say, I, nothing to worry about. Yeah. But then you move on. And in my experience, generally speaking, if somebody calls and they're concerned and they don't want their neighbor or somebody in the community to know, uh, police aren't going to say. They're not going to say, oh, your neighbor John just called. Nope. They're, not, they're never going to do that. So I, think- no, I had a neighbor, I had a neighbor call on me cause I have a big fire pit in my yard and I hear sirens and I'm like, Oh wow, must be a fire near the house, nearby. All of a sudden three firemen run in my yard. are like, uh, and I'm like, what? They're like, your neighbor called. And I was like, which one? And you're like, I, you, I can't tell you that. You know? So <laughs> I, I made my fire bigger, but yes, they'll never, no one will ever tell. Even if, the commissioner had to find something. They have to go through loops, you know, hoops, and they have to. There's a paper trail. You, that's the one thing people can be sure that their uh, information is safe. You call nine one one with legitimate concern or issue. You're as safe as can be. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Um, how's your How's your son doing? We were uh, last time we talked. We were so glad because he surprised you. For a visit yeah. home from the, he's obviously a, a, a young Marine. Yes, he's home. We went up to, uh, we went to the Phillies last night. He uh, he loved it. Wonderful. Got to watch them win. Uh, he's here until, we take him to the airport on Tuesday. Ugh. And he go, goes back to finish his last, uh, about a year and a half left. He'll go back out to Japan 
for that time. So won't see him until 25. Uh, so just enjoying every minute with him here. Ah, uh, well, cherish these moments. Sergeant Mark Fuzzetti, thank you so much for joining in. Until next time, my friend. Talk to you later. Thanks, Don. Thanks, Mark.